Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 428. On this episode, we'll be discussing recent episodes of Clarice, Debris, Keenan, and Young Rock, and the series finale of WandaVision, plus some recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 428. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com. I'm Emery from mytakeontv.com. Whose name is spelled right? Uh, yes, I did notice that. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Kyle from noreruns.net. All right. Well, thank you uh, both for jumping back on again to talk some more TV on a back-to-back regular episodes of... Uh, of TV Times I mean, 3. it's less than two and a half months, yeah. <laughs> less than like three months apart. This is like amazing. But also, not the next episode is also not like the spring preview or something either. <laughs> Since there's a lot of uh, just going from spring to winter to fall type of things uh, or whatever, with maybe one other episode in between here uh, in the last year or so. So yeah, two in one month might even be uh, a, a pretty good uh, step up in the, uh, I mean, we might get, uh, you know, let us know if we're dropping too many episodes on you and we can just slow it down. <laughs> it's like the Netflix binge. Yeah. Whoa, slow down. I can't keep up with all these. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just listened to one like three weeks ago. Come on now. So... Uh, Start off with the uh, prime time segment. And Emery's Mr. Q. Oh, man. Emery's falling down <laughs> on the job. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that's what you were pausing yeah. for. Yeah, like, you didn't know it. I mean, I mean, she remembered to do it last time, and it's only been a couple of weeks, and it's forgotten already. Uh, all right. So first up, Young Rock. Ep- uh, season one, episode three, forward together. And uh, so we've got a couple of new uh, NBC comedies we'll be talking about. Keenan next. But uh, what, uh, what are you thinking about Young Rock, Amory? I don't like Teenage Rock, the actor playing Teenage Rock. It just annoys me. Um, <laughs> it's not a personal thing. I just don't like the character. But I think that it's, I mean, it's a fine show. I like what Randall Park is doing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I like the episode where he's like, I, I used to be an actor or whatever. And he's like, you've, you've told us, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So> you mentioned. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even, but this is the episode. What? That like, he thinks he's Vince McMahon's number one guy, right? Yeah. Uh, everyone else, everyone's like leaving to go to the other promoter. Right. Instead of sticking with the mother-in-law. I really only know the under, was it the undertaker who was in this? And, um, there was junkyard dog under the giant. Was Randy Savage in it or was it, was it the undertaker? Uh, well, I, is undertaker, is that, is he newer or is he? No, I, I can't remember the, the first one. That was it. I knew, I knew two of them because I know Andre the giant because Princess Bride is one of my, yeah, Randy Savage like showed up in the thing, but I don't. He was in that right, like because they did the clip for like all of the wrestlers that would be there. Yeah, but then and it was the... like all of them were really good impersonations. Yeah, they're all they're all <laughs> relatively good and and uh, not not like it, it exactly on, but pretty well cast too for. Uh, you yeah, know, like for, you understand who they're supposed to be playing. Yeah, especially someone like Andre the Giant. It's going to be tough to get someone yeah. to to play that. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but it's sort of it, it, it. sort of still flies. Like maybe I mean I didn't necessarily follow uh, wrestling like all the way back before, but I remember those from when it was you know WWF and it had gotten really popular. And stuff, and so I remember a lot of those. But it, it kind of makes sense. Is like maybe Andre the Giant got you know he was always tall, but he got bigger as you know, like when he got more famous or whatever type of thing. But uh, but what are you thinking so far, Kyle? 
yeah, so I think this is this is one like me, myself, and I, where you get like the three different ages, and so it's going to be hit or miss which kind of story yeah. that they they. I actually prefer the the other like there's a teenage one and a college one, right? Right. Yeah. Which was so last week we got which one the teenage one? Last week we got the kid. No, last week he was like stealing, and he brought his girlfriend to the to the oh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was teenage. That was high school rock. Okay. Yeah. You see, I I liked that better because it was actually about the rock. Where this week's episode was way more just about the wrestlers, and like the little young rock was like just there, barely in it, like just as like a a way to talk about all these wrestlers rather than actually talk about the rock. I mean, you could say it's like what influenced him eventually yeah. to become a wrestler, but, but it was still way more about these, these eighties wrestlers than, than the rock himself. Well, yeah, I think the, that was kind of weird about this episode in that. I mean, he's still, it's still supposed to be, he's telling somebody a story about, you know, from his past. But this time when you see the story, you saw a lot more of things happening that the rock wasn't there. So like you're, yeah. so you as a viewer are not just seeing what he saw. You're actually seeing what, what was taking place at the time. And maybe he, you know, I suppose maybe he had heard about it or was told about it later or, you know, he could, some he could thing, smell but, it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> he, he could, he could smell it. But this yeah. one more than the other ones seem, the other ones seem to hit more on where it felt like you were seeing the, the story he was telling. And yeah. this one yeah. felt more like he was telling the story, but then they showed you everything that was happening at that time from when the story that takes place mostly, I don't know. I just, I mean, I like some of it, but it also feels like after a while, if every story, you know, like if every episode is, is a story that the rock is telling somebody uh, for this, well, you know, this, this big news interview or whatever, it's going to, I don't know. That I think that part's going to get old. Well, that's what it seems like it's going to be. I don't think they're going to yeah, change yeah. the tribes five episodes or three episodes yeah. in. I mean, and it just seems like that's going to be a lot by the. You're just like, <laughs> you're like how like if it goes a couple seasons or more or whatever. You're like, uh, so how long is this interview that <laughs> is taking place until like, he gets elected? Yeah. yeah, it's like how much uh, you gave you gave full full access <laughs> like. Well, they didn't say what year it was. They just said what, that he's running for 2032. It could be 2030, and he's just starting uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his Well, campaign. it could be. It doesn't. It's one of those things. It doesn't really matter. It could be, you know, he could tell 300 stories, and it could just be that. Because this one was also, was like, they allowed us to put cameras in to, you know, to cover subjects. It wasn't, it you know, Randall Park actually interviewing him. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's still a lot of the rock having to do uh, something to set up all these stories, which, you know, if they're taking place from his, you know, actual past and stuff like that makes sense. I don't know. I, I didn't realize, you know, I had seen a little bit about the show, uh, but the way it, the way it was advertised, it looked like it was going to be more of like it was just going to be him growing up, you know. You he, yeah. you weren't yeah the 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 thing. I didn't realize that the it was all going to be this. Uh, uh, although some of the funnier bits are some of the, uh, you know, the things about you know I did this with so and so in in such and such a movie that has you know that hasn't happened yet you know type of thing. It's like yeah. multiple sequels away from where they're at in those things. I mean, some of those things are funny, but overall, I mean, I, also, I like if you, some if of the you characters. Can the rock, but, yeah. If you can get the rock. To, I mean, if you can get the rock on your show, yeah. <laughs> you're going to get the rock on your show yeah. to get more yeah, people. People fair, will watch it because he's in it. To be fair, it's the rock's show. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. 
It's not like he's guest starring on some other creation. He's yeah. a part of it. I mean, yeah. it, it, it totally makes sense. It just seems like it'll get old after a while. Oh, and, yeah. then, and then also, like, uh, well, I think you both said it's kind of uh, depending on which era they've gone back to of whether uh, you like everybody that's there or that <laughs> or, or what's happening. But. And I think for wrestling fans from that era, like they're going to really appeal to that crowd. I mean, I, I only know them from the whatever the cartoon was called, where they were all in a cartoon. Um, <laughs> did you guys ever watch that cartoon, the yeah. 80s cartoon with the wrestlers? I'm sure I did. That's yeah. all I know. I never watched actual wrestling, but it was like Hulk Hogan and the other wrestlers all like, I think animated. I remember, but I don't think I ever watched it. Yeah, that was the, I mean, that was the era of when I did watch some of the wrestling and stuff like that was, you know, when Hulk Hogan and and Randy Savage and uh, all those guys were at the the peak of their, yeah. their stuff. Uh, I mean, before, and that was before it became, you know, the, uh, well, you know, it's a soap opera for guys is what it is now, you know, uh, with all the... You can't uh, say the F word. You can't <laughs> say the F word. <laughs> uh, that's true. Uh, well, that was also back in the period of time where it was like that, where it wasn't... I mean, they were obviously doing some storylines and things like that, but it wasn't as overt as and big as the things they go for these days. Uh, mm-hmm. And it and it was sort of like, you know, like the hush hush, like this is fake type of thing. Like you don't talk about how it's fake or whatever. But uh, but yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny. I don't know. I'm just uh, I don't know. I'm not totally sold on it. Like I, it's yeah, no, me. It's it's kind of okay, and I just sort of recording it because I actually like. The next show on the list, uh, Keenan, uh, season one, episode three, the fourth hour, uh, which is, I believe, on my TV Deadpool for a second year running. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, but uh, it's a show that I actually, I actually like. Uh, the, I don't know the the comedic timing and stuff like that of how they they do the different jokes and stuff like that. I. Uh, uh, I, I'm I'm digging a whole lot more than than Young Rock. Yeah, I really like Keenan. See, and I'm I the o- I'm the opposite. <laughs> I love I love Chris Red. I think he's so funny. Oh my gosh, I have it down here. His his Broinger is annoying brother Gary. Like I can't stand that guy. I've never liked him on Saturday Night Live, and I can't stand him on this either. So yeah, I guess you won't be watching the pie, the series he was in that was picked up. What was picked up? I don't know. He's in a show on NBC. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really like it. I like uh, Fortune Feimster is one of my favorite comedians. She's the sports person, and um, I love how he fell asleep on that guy with the traffic. Was it a traffic guy or whatever? The zoning guy. Uh, for the oh, four- the guy that always came in to tell the boring stories and yeah. everyone. Yeah. I just really enjoy it. Yeah, I I just like that. Like for an hour earlier, like the audience was like super random compared to like an hour later. They're like a, it would be like a normal audience. Yeah, I love it because it was four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I was trying to figure that out. Then they don't air live; they just recorded it four to four to eight, and then they edit it and play it later. Then that so. I have no idea. That I don't know the inner workings of the TV show within the TV show. No, I think the, well because it didn't seem like they were live because she said something about we'll edit it later or something when he fell asleep, asleep multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, well, I don't know if they were doing that to do it uh, later, but the, I mean, the other it's called like Keenan Live or something like that, or or no, Wake Up with Keenan. So, yeah, I don't know if yeah. they're it it. Uh, I mean, it could be something that they wake up at eight. Or... It could be something that they're recording earlier just to play a little later in the morning or something like that. But I don't know. I always got that. I always seemed like it was, maybe it was sort of 
uh, live at the time that it's uh, that it's on. But uh, but yeah, I'm actually I I don't know. I just like the I don't know. I yeah, I like the you know just the random interactions between everybody. I think Don, Don Johnson's really funny. Uh, yeah, it's agreed. In it and uh, and stuff, and it's it's I don't know. It's the little that are almost like under your breath comments, but you know, that somebody says as a reaction to like what somebody else is saying or like what's going on or yeah. and stuff. And, uh, I don't know. It, uh, I don't know. It makes me chuckle a bunch of times, uh, uh, watching it. And, uh, even if it's just like an, it's, it's almost, uh, I mean, it has the same sort of beginning as like the unicorn. It's a, you know, a single father who's lost his wife, uh, and and he's dealing with that a, a, sh- a semi short period uh, later. But uh, but much like that show, I really like the cast around everybody and how they how they interact with each other. It's really good. Yeah, agree. See, I agree. I I like the stuff at the office, like the stuff that's going on at the show, the home stuff. Like I, I know you said you like Don Johnson. I, I don't think, I just can't stand him in this. Like, I don't think he's all that funny. Like the, the brother, I cannot stand. Um, although he's also at work because he's the manager. The brother. Um, yes. You, you can't escape him. <laughs> he's always there. Um, although maybe if he gets another show, then, Fingers crossed. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I mean, tell uh, you're going to tell us next. You don't like the kids either. Like, is <laughs> <laughs> they're not, they haven't been in it all that much. I mean, they're like, they had the story time this week, but I mean, other than that, I don't remember them being in it all that much. I don't know. This is one that I'm I'm still watching it because there's like I just record it and just it's on my TiVo and I never delete anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's not something that I like rush to watch. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily rushing to watch it, but uh, you know, if if you gave me the two to choose from, like I'd be like, ah, oh, keep Keenan. Uh, see, I would choose The Rock and hope it's. <laughs> Hope it's not the 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 youngest kid. Hope it's one of the other two. So, so like, so like you even only like two thirds of the rock better than so, Keenan. So I would watch. Yeah, so I would watch Keenan if I saw the episode was the young kid of the of the rock. Uh, and then it's a very complicated scheduling algorithm of what I'm going to watch. I don't know. I really like it, but uh, we'll move on to the uh, next show on the list, which is uh, Clarice season one, episode four. You can't rule me. And Amory, you said you haven't been watching that one. I have no interest. (laughs) So uh, how about you, Kyle? So I really like Silence of the Lambs is one of my favorite movies, but this show I've been having a tough time getting into. Like, I don't like that it's one case that just seems to be dragged out throughout the whole thing. Plus, it's very predictable at times. Like, as soon as a person comes in and says, hey, here's the food for your suspect. See his name on the bag. I'm like, this is so obviously poisoned food. <laughs> and like, none of them even suspect anything. Like, I'm just looking, waiting for him to finally eat it so that we can see him like drop dead. And like, all of them are just going on. Like, they all leave the room. Okay, here's it. It's coming now. It's coming now. As soon as they leave the room, he's going to start eating. And so like that stuff felt a bit predictable um so i mean and then like in this episode they also had like the vicap is going to be shutting down so whoever is this person that has been manipulating things caused it to shut down but then magically they clear that other guy so that they're coming back but they still want it shut down so i didn't understand why do they bother to fix things if they still want this them to stop their investigation like the easiest way to stop the investigation is to just have their thing shut down yeah i I mean they still they don't really know who who did whatever to uh uh to change the thing i mean i get on one level of trying to change if the you know if the thing comes back and shows that he actually was and that the reason 
the thing gets shut down is maybe somebody else still is looking into something of why this person was killed in custody. Not, you know, they shut down the thing to, because these people were responsible for letting it happen. Uh, but it still leaves it out there as to maybe somebody else would still be like, okay, well this person was killed in custody. Like why were they killed in custody? Uh, if, if that goes away, then there's, and the only official record that would be out there would be uh, that, you know, the guy just died, happened to die in custody. He had a stroke, but it, it didn't have anything to do with anything. Uh, then it, that story kind of goes away on one level. Uh, but I get on the other side, like, but you're also leaving open the real people that have actually been looking into it. I mean... Maybe your hope is that they see how what kind of reach, and they decide to to like just look at they other get things, too scared, and you know, or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which is you know obviously probably not going to happen. But uh, I don't know. I kind of I don't. know. It's been a little bit. I kind of like that it's an uh, that it has some ongoing story elements. Uh, you know, they've kind of done one you know, one-off episode, which I think is probably is going to be like going forward. Cause now they've, you know, they've lost uh, where things are still in the midst of things. I think they'll probably, you know, this will be a thing ongoing, but they'll have other, you know, other cases pop up that they'll be, you know, handling. You're also assuming that Clarice survives. Yes. Like, <laughs> like I mean, <laughs> I'm guessing she will, seeing as her name is I mean, on the it would be, show. I mean, it would be pretty bad if, I mean, I mean, much, uh, I mean, sort of like, uh, uh, I mean, even more so than like Big Sky is <laughs> you, you, the big That's twist. That's one thing I loved about that show <laughs> is like a big twist, but you can't really kill off. The yeah. title character. But that, I mean, the yeah. big, the biggest <laughs> twist. It's such a big twist that you kill off the named character of the title of the show, like in <laughs> in the first handful of episodes. Like that's a, uh, like we got that you. That's the biggest twist ever. You know, and, uh, I would really give it to a show that's willing to do that. And then the show name, ch- the title changes names, and it becomes like Captain So and So. <laughs> or, or yeah, or they just decide to call it Vicap and they just move on with, the, <laughs> yeah, without that character. <laughs> what did you think in the the first episode? I thought because we actually watched Silence of the Lambs and then watched the the first episode of Clarice, and I thought somewhat style wise that they picked up. Uh, on that, and it had the kind of look and feel of the movie. And uh, what what did you think, Kyle? Yeah, I thought they did. Like, I wasn't sure if they used actual clips from the original movie or if they reenacted some of the stuff. But I thought they did a. Re- it felt like seamless going into from the movie to the show. I haven't seen the movie in in years, but I've seen it so many times. Um, but yeah, it did feel pretty seamless going from like where the movie ended into this. I mean, I jump ahead a year, but that, like you said, that style felt the same. Like well, I know her they... accent is pretty spot on to what Jodie Foster did. Just from clips I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't notice the accent, but it, well, maybe it's her natural accent or she's probably <laughs> British. No, she's it's not. Like, she's, like Aus- <laughs> she's like Australian or something, I think, isn't she? Yeah, there's absolutely nothing natural about that accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even sure that the accent that Jodie Foster was doing is really a West Virginia accent or whatever. You know, where. Agreed. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, yeah, that was the the main thing I thought going from watching is like from like. Uh, you know, if they put text on the screen or the way they shoot things is they've they've taken the look and feel and as the of the movie as sort of the guide for how they're shooting the the show and I think it's mostly 
uh, kept within that as it's uh, as it moved forward. I mean, it felt really strong in the first episode. Yeah, I was trying to figure out like they definitely kept the same time period too because it's like all the computers are this old tech and so yeah, it's, it's like a, it's a period. Was that? that was like yeah. early nineties, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. ninety two or ninety three that the that the show's taking place in. Yeah, because the movie was, um, the, was nominated or won in 91, I think. Yeah. Like, I mean, that I like that era for this type of, like, killer show because it makes it much harder than, <laughs> hey, let's just Google that up. Like, it, like, it's so much easier these days to, like, find information and, and like, someone's out, like, trapped in the house. They don't just have, like, a cell phone on them that you can just quickly call up and <laughs> warn them that they're walking into, uh, like, a killer's house. So, like, it adds an extra layer to to the danger and, and, and how much they have to figure out. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it, it does with the, you know, a lot of uh, them having to call people to find out uh, stuff and, uh, you know, like actual, you know, some actual going to interview people and stuff as opposed to, uh, yeah, a lot of, uh, here's what we found about uh, the, you know, like you've done a huge background check on somebody. By, uh, yeah. Uh, type of uh, download of stuff, but uh, yeah, for the most part, I think uh, I mean it changes things up a little bit, but I think it's a pretty solid follow-on to that. I it's still it's still kind of funny that they can't you know, like the closest they came was like in this episode they called him the the you know the cannibal or something like that. Yeah, they can't use. They can't. It's all those weird rights. Of, yeah, like, because we we heard about this when we were talking to people about Hannibal at, yeah. at Comic Con. Like, there's all these weird rights you have to pay for each character that you want the rights to, and you have to, and you have to be able to get the rights to that character. Yeah, which is which is weird because like it's based off of you know Silence of the Lambs, minus that character. Like you're you basically you're pulling. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're pulling Clarice and I mean, if you're I don't know exactly from the book, but if you're talking from the movie, you're you're pulling, uh, you know, the senator character, the you're pulling the character that sh the woman she saved and the lotion, yeah, the basket you, guy. And, and I think they mentioned him by name. Right? And you're you're you're, uh, you know, and the, the character of, you know, that she what it was Wild Bill or whatever. Yeah, that character name. But then also like her her friend that she's now, you know, that also, you know, that works in the cold case division and that she is roommates with, they pulled some of those and they pulled some other, you know, like her boss is kind of, you know, was in the background, wasn't the, of some set in the, in the story, but like the main uh, thing they can't, uh, they can't really, they can't really say because like, it's like characters were sold off piecemeal or something like that, or, yeah. or they're attached to the other, uh, more to the other books that are mainly about that character or something or, or what have you. It's kind of, it's kind of strange, but at least it, it still mostly works because you can kind of think of like, yeah, she's still traumatized, you know, from the time, but she, you don't really need to be talking about that character all the time. And you're not expecting him forward. to cut. Yeah, you're not necessarily expecting, not expecting him, him to, to suddenly return and come back. Yeah, I mean. show, show back up in the uh, in the thing. But yeah, I'm I'm liking this so far. I kind of like the the idea of how they've ended up on a a more like there's a bigger through point to the episodes as opposed to your your complete uh, CBS procedural of you know a case a week and then maybe there's a bigger thing that you touch on from episode to episode where yeah this one has been mostly each episode has revolved around the bigger case and there's just been one one off you know case uh so far uh and so I don't know I kind of like that you were saying you you didn't like that you're you're kind of hoping it'd be more I, I'm just uh... Or I, I thought it was going to be more. I'm just not sure, like case? that they're going to be able to stretch this out. Yeah, I'm just not sure that they're going to be able to stretch this out for an entire season. 
like is it going to get a little too thin after a while to try to to do that yeah but i think you know i think this season's only going to be it's it's not like they're going to i don't think this is set up to be something that they stretch out for you know like a 22 or 24 episode of of stuff necessarily unless they come across yeah. that it's like I mean, they are hinting really at well. that there's well that it's potentially somebody you know there's people way into or higher up in things that uh, you know it could be a one of those things that as they level up it keeps getting you know it keeps expanding and becoming bigger and bigger but but even with that type of thing at a certain point you got to kind of solve that and because uh, we see how. Sometimes that hurts a a show long term is when it does feel like you're <laughs> you're just you're just doing now you're just doing this so that you can have that thing in the background because you've done it so long that you don't know what to do like you don't know what to do oh, without sorry. it you know. What show did you just call? The blacklist. <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't want to stretch a, a mystery out for ten seasons, or that's just ridiculous. I think this is the type of thing that kind of could go into they hit on something else, you know, or like it takes multiple episodes to find some serial killer or, you know, or some sort of thing where it lends itself to, you know, shortened season long arcs where, yeah, but you can still hit on other things like they've done, you know, with the, like the standoff at the, you know, with the sort of like cult leader or whatever in one of the episodes, like you could still do some of that type of stuff within, but yeah, that's, uh, but that's Clarice. And, uh, we'll move on to the next show on the list, which is WandaVision season one, episode nine, the series finale, which was the uh, final episode of the, the nine episodes. And what did you think of WandaVision Amory since you, uh, here in the last year have watched all of the <laughs> yeah the marvel movies to <laughs> like i liked it but i feel like i was watching a different show than a lot of people were watching because the last two episodes didn't make me cry or feel things or i don't know i feel like i'm just watching a different show but no I i'm emotionalist too <laughs> <laughs> I am normally not emotionless. Like, everything makes me cry. So to me, I was like, what did I miss? That they're saying this was like, it was fine. And I I, do agree that what is grief, if not love persevering, is an amazing line of phrase. You know, line of prose. But I don't know. I just, it was fine. And I'm in, like, it made me more interested to see Captain Marvel 2. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested in seeing Doctor Strange because I hated it, but I guess I have to watch Doctor Strange too now because that's where Scarlet Witch story is going. But I'd rather be excited for Captain Marvel too because of Monica Rambo. Yeah, it, it like at the very beginning, I, I was getting sick of the like the old '50s TV parodies that they were doing and all the laugh track and stuff there. But once it one episode, it was two episodes. The '50s was two episodes. Well, 50s and 60s. Like, they finally got out of that stuff. They went all the way up through, like, the 90s and into the 2000s. Yeah, they did a whole bunch of... Once they they finally... I think it was, like, the third episode, you finally saw what was going on. And that's when I thought it actually started getting really good. Because we could see what was happening outside of this weird TV world. And so then then I started to enjoy it. I mean, overall, I thought it was a pretty solid single season show... But it also felt more like here's a way that we can fill the gap between some of these MCU movies so that we don't have to explain how Vision came back, how Rambo got to space, how Scarlet Witch got her powers, which, first of all, I didn't realize she wasn't already Scarlet Witch. Everyone was calling her that from the first time she appeared in one of the Captain America movies. So, like, I figured, oh, she's Scarlet Witch. I had no idea she didn't know that she was Scarlet Witch yet. Right. Um, but, yeah, so it felt like a solid way to to at least fill in some of that information to set up the next phase of the, the Marvel movies. And I like 
Randall Park here too a lot. Yeah, I think him and uh, Kat Dennings. Like, I thought they were both. Uh, they were both good. Um, and I like how Disney keeps their shows to like 30 minutes because yeah. that's like a nice, like it doesn't need to be stretched out. They, it didn't fit. And the episodes didn't feel lacking. I thought they did a good job of, of filling those 30 minutes. They did the same with the, um, Mandalorian. They kept that to 30 minutes and it, and it just works. That surprised me. I was very surprised when that was just 30 minutes. Well, I think, yeah, I think this one definitely works on that scale since a lot of it is, you know, each episode is kind of uh, a half-hour sitcom right. styled. Like Malcolm in the Middle? I thought yeah. they did a good job. I thought they yeah, did. I th- well, see, I think that's the thing is, even though I've seen all the Marvel movies and I like a lot of the Marvel movies, and but I've never been, like, a big comic reader or, like, have some affinity for a bunch of these characters from, like, you know, growing up reading the stories. Like... The only the only characters I have any attachment to in any of these things are things that had like, you know, like Spider-Man cartoons or X-Men cartoons okay. or things like that that had like animated series that I grew up with or whatever. Uh, other than that, I don't have any knowledge of of these characters from uh, anything really other than the MCU movies. And yeah. uh, and and so I liked how they did, you know. Uh, tie things into a bunch of different things. I like the way they used like, uh, you know, Randall Park and Kat Dennings and, and uh, bringing the, you know, the Rambo character uh, in, you know, so from multiple different movies and things in the past, they tied into this uh, was cool. But for me, mainly as being a TV fan, my favorite part about it was how well, they did each era of TV in this style of the style of things like in that first episode, like the, just the way she carries herself and everybody carries themselves. It was like watching the Dick Van Dyke show. Like, yeah, they were really good. Like, no, I will say this. Elizabeth Olsen suffers from the Trisha helper, Katie Sackhoff way of acting. (laughs) <laughs> she does not she does not open her teeth much to talk uh, I don't know I didn't notice uh, much about that I just from being a TV fan I just really enjoyed the like as each episode was going like okay which one you know they've moved up a thing yeah. what are they oh this is kind of you know Brady Bunch ish uh, you know this is you know you know Malcolm in the middle like you said Kyle you know this is, you know, growing pains, uh, you know, the, modern you know, yeah. When you get to, you know, it's like a modern family slash the office, you know, uh, Oh yeah. I forgot about that when they started to do the confessionals. Yeah. Yeah. And, and stuff like it was very, but just the, the acting within it from even like the, you know, the, the town characters and, and stuff like that was all bad Awesome. Yeah, they did. They did a really good job of creating each era of of TV and that that style of thing. Like I was super, I was super into that more so than any of the you know like what they were doing or how this was going to attach to anything else uh, going into. I was just really, I don't know. For a lot of it, that was that was what I was watching it for. I was really into. To that, and then on the second level, I thought they did a really good job of of attaching it into MCU things, and then hinting at future movies. Mm-hmm. I think some people went in with higher expectations of, like, oh, I, I, we're going to see Benedict Cumberbatch, and we're going to see all these other people, and that kind of ruined it for them when none of that happened. Fortunately, I don't know anything about any of the upcoming MCU movies, so I went in with no expectations, so any connections and stuff. They cast um, Evan Peters, though. Yeah, yeah that, that was... Although, then, then that was a cool surprise, but then they turned him into, like, some random actor, though, instead yeah. of, like, instead of making it, like, a multiverse or something where he just was the actual other or, yeah or you know somebody that, or yeah or somebody that uh, looked for it but i thought that was a great 
twist on this like magical world within a world that got set up, you know, type of thing is, uh, as, yeah. is, is bringing that in as a twist where she, you know, she kind of just sort of, you know, even herself kind of buys into the math, you know, even though she, cre- you know, created it that, uh, and just kind of goes along with it, but s- still seems like something's wrong here. Like doesn't look like, you know, <laughs> That type of stuff too was uh, uh, was a lot of fun, but yeah, I, I don't know. I thought the way, uh, like you said, uh, uh, I liked a lot of the stuff uh, from uh, Randall Park and and uh, you know all of that type of stuff taking place outside. But I liked just how things changed. You know, like like when the 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 city you know, the magic gets expanded out and then the tents from all the, and all the people from the, the government that are outside, all that gets turned into circus tents and circus performers and, uh, all of that type of stuff, uh, uh, was really funny. Yeah. I didn't, uh, I mean, I get that some, you know, if you are really attached, you know, like her, losing vision again, but then also losing kids that she never had, but now thought she had, uh, can be super But I mean, sad, she has a like, copy of, yeah, she but, has a copy of vision. Like he's like the white guy. He, like he has all the memories and stuff now, so he can come back and become the, yeah, but she, but she doesn't necessarily know that. Uh, I mean, she knows that she's seen another one, but she doesn't know that, uh, you know, after their philosophical discussion that, uh, uh, he necessarily ha- has remembered all the things uh, that the, you know, the original vision uh, knew. Mm-hmm. But mostly it was like, yeah, maybe she, you know, it's kind of sad, but you're like, uh, from the outside looking in, you, you as a viewer have already dealt with whatever your feelings are <laughs> towards losing uh, certain characters and whatnot. And then knowing one's back, like it didn't really... Yeah, it didn't hit me on a huge, like, emotional level there. But yeah. uh, but I will say I did really, you can't can't really go along without mentioning Catherine Hahn. She was fantastic at it too, and the being the nosy neighbor of each era. Oh, she was perfect. She was perfect as the nosy neighbor. Like, <laughs> yeah, she was. And then and then and then when they show you the witch backstory and uh, and stuff uh, like she worked really well as that too. And then uh, I thought that worked really well as being her, pun- you know, is her punishment as she gets put back into being stuck in that nosy neighbor role and stuff. But I thought she was really great too. Yeah. Agreed. All right. So uh, that's WandaVision and we'll move on to the uh, last show on the list, which is uh, debris. Well, season one, episode two, you're not alone. Uh, played last night as we're recording this. Did you? I, I should have actually asked. Did both of you get a chance to even watch the second episode? I did. Yes. Yep. All right. That's good. So we can talk about the first couple of episodes of uh, of it. What are you thinking about debris, Amory? So we alluded to it when we were kind of chatting in our Facebook group, but I feel like the show started just like in the middle of the fifth episode. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, yeah, I think there was Chirons on the screen that kind of explained what what the debris kind of is, where it comes from. But it was just so like, did I miss something? Yeah, you do. Kind I of totally, feel... <laughs> I totally thought I missed like the first episode. Yeah, I'm like, what? I watched it. What happened? Yeah, I, they do kind of tell you the, you know, they saw it three years ago. Stuff started coming to Earth six months ago. And now here's a team that's investigating it. And then they kind of tell you a little bit about the the team make, you know, the episode gives you what the team makeup is and the some of the groups that are, you know, looking for debris or whatnot and how they're playing against each other. But you did kind of feel like, a normal start to the series would have been like six months ago when the debris started falling and like you see the actual uh, creation of the team and the, these people investigating 
and figuring out what to do with stuff or, you know, figuring out how to turn it off, uh, you know, neutralize it and all these different uh, things where you just jump into, it does feel like potentially, I mean, even potentially like farther into uh, the series, like you're talking, like it's the second season premiere like that you're watching, like the first season was the six months of, of them, uh, you know, learning about all this stuff. And now you're, you know, the second season is they know something about some stuff and they found out, uh, other things. And another team is trying to find all this stuff now. And now you're going after this other team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause they said, they said the London, like in the second episode, they said that the, the, uh, London person, Fiona, is that her name? Yeah, Finola. Uh, she's only been there like three months, maybe, or it was a really short time she had been in the U.S. So she hadn't even been there that long. So it seems like they're already this like well-oiled machine, but she's barely on the team. And like you said, these this debris has only been falling for six months, but all of a sudden. They're like it. It feels very X Filesy. Like each week, we find a new piece of debris that has some new, different power that they try to figure out what's going on and try to stop it. That's the thing I kind of like about it is it's a different way into some of the you know creating these weird stories. You know, like next next week, it's like people stuck in a in some box or whatever that you know it looks like a you know, two dimensional, like it's a flat thing, but there seems to be people stuck in it. A square. <laughs> uh, you know, like, uh, but I think some of the different episodes, I mean, the couple different episodes, a couple different things, uh, where they're, they're seeing, you know, bigger chunks and much bigger abilities or things that it's doing, I think gives it an interesting, uh, that even though it feels like it did jump into the middle I don't know. I sort of, uh, I sort of bought in pretty much as like, I want to know, you know, in that I kind of want to know what's happening. And I think they've set up some other, like, obviously there's going to be other groups besides just, you know, the Brits in the U S that, uh, you know, government wise are looking into it, but then you also have, you know, this third party that nobody seems to know about or, and is well-funded that's, you know, also trying to get to, and figure out because that's the other thing is you see here in especially in the first episode is you see that there's some other group that's figured some things out about stuff and they're they seem to be using you know the tech to be able to like teleport and uh and not or, or are not they aliens to, <laughs> yeah are they the aliens from the ship and they know how to use it and or or well except that one jumped you know himself into in the middle of a concrete barrier. And so, uh, not, uh, not a smart alien, yeah, not, not the, <laughs> not that you could totally, you know, hundred percent control it. It's only, but yeah, I don't know. I'm interested in, in what they've, uh, what they've got going and they've set up some interesting things. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I really like Jonathan Tucker. Yeah. I love Jonathan Tucker like so much. The guy from Kingdom? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that was a... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was an internal joke. <laughs> I mean, there's not a ton to to say about it so far, but all the different things of like her, you know, her father apparently being alive, but we've seen like not really a kid be resurrected, but we've seen like an incarnation of somebody's kid. We've now seen like yeah. people be, we've seen weird clones of people. And so you're like, what, you know, is that something that happened there? Uh, or, you know, what uh, did, you know, or is it that he was able to do something like that to, to fake his death? And so like you actually have a body to send to the morgue, but it would be, you know, you sent a, a dead clone, you know, or something like that. So it, it sets up some, uh, and, and like, is he not necessarily the leader, but he's the one being, you know, since he obviously had initial from when they first spotted it, like the guy has been working on it and learning about it. And since stuff started falling and then three months into it, he, uh, 
he disappears he to only, be the the head yeah, of he the he died Thunder. like a month later right because he he's been gone for five months and the debris has only been falling for six months and he's being funded by some other group you know for some other reason and since he knows about the stuff uh or whatever the explanation is going to be for how he's still alive. I don't know. I think uh, in the, the little bit that we've seen, I'm I'm on board to be uh, checking it out weekly to see what uh, I think. Just uh, to see kind of what happens. It's just. Yeah, I I mean the stories they're telling within the the things are kind of. Uh, I mean this one a little less so. Uh, than the first see, one. I, I like know, the, the second episode. See, I like this one better. The second one with the clones better than the than the floating. Well, I kind of like the, the idea of the uh, like you're just getting like you were getting a full clone body, but it was only like a little teeny piece of you know, like each one had could only think of like a certain thing or like really couldn't. Uh, fully come up with like who they were or what. So it wasn't like a full, full on, uh, type of thing. And, uh, but the, the weird one was, was, uh, Jonathan Tucker's character being cloned and then him having to shoot himself. And then later, you know, you see the double clone type thing, uh, when the thing was trying to, you know, while they're trying to shut it off, it's like creating like clone after clone after clone, like really quick. That was that was a little weird because you would have thought that it would have started creating some like now there was like six people down there before they started doing it. It was relatively Yeah, why didn't it clone like, all those people down and investigating? And when he said like make sure nobody goes down there unless they're wearing like such and such a suit and you're like, you were wearing such and such a suit and you yes. just got cloned. <laughs> you know, like Well no, they had to um they had uh they had to, to wear like a thicker I guess they I, was it that they added something to it, the like that I I couldn't really remember if he was if when they first went down there if he was wearing that more like black flak jacket looking part to it or something. Or maybe yeah, that no, was, he maybe that was it that they added something. I thought the, the same suit. thing though, when he said that, cause at I first was I was like, uh, cause I do remember that, that later on they showed and it, it did look like maybe they were wearing something different when uh, added on when they went down there, as opposed to just the, the suit in general. But I, w- I was wondering if they were going to do... But it seemed that the original guy seemed to be, I mean, mostly fine. I was wondering if they were going to do something like when it cloned you, like it actually took that piece, you know, of... And now you would have everything minus that. So maybe you wouldn't be able to remember the one thing that that thing was trying to, to think about or whatever. Uh, but it seemed that they left it as... Everybody's still, everybody's still fine. I was waiting for them to reveal that the Jonathan Tucker shot the wrong Jonathan Tucker. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that, that was, he was replaced. It was a full clone job. I mean, I suppose you could yeah. you could go down the, uh, <laughs> you could go down the road and they could pull that type of a twist or something like that. But it would be weird considering that you watched him walk up from down in the basement and then find himself, uh, you know, upstairs and then shoots the one that was already up there. That would be a weird twist. Uh, cause you obviously saw that the cloning was happening by the clones were being dropped in a separate place from where yeah, either the thing was, or the person actually was, uh, once it was doing it. But, but yeah, I, I do. I think it does fit in that, uh, X file type of thing is it's an it's a different in to creating a weird almost supernaturally type of event that you're going to be investigating yeah. each time uh, and it does look like while there's obviously an ongoing story you are going to <laughs> unlike uh, as uh, Kyle would like with Clarice you are going to get a story of the week uh, and then yeah. they're going to here and there attach investigation into the bigger thing uh as a more side uh side note to that but i think uh, anybody else have anything to say about debris nope nope 
All right. Uh, well, uh, that'll do it for uh, the uh, primetime segment, and we'll move on to uh, TV recommendations. And, I mean, we already talked about uh, WandaVision, but that's going to be my recommendation, and not necessarily as a recommendation, like, if you're a big MCU fan. Like, if you're not a fan of all of that type of stuff, but you're a TV fan, I say you should check it out just on that level, because... I've watched all of, you know, I've watched a bunch of those old sitcoms and then some of the other ones, you know, I grew up during the era of, you know, like growing pains, but I've gone back and watched tons of Brady Bunch and Dick Van Dyke show and, and all of that stuff. And, uh, so if you're like sort of a fan of, especially of the sitcom genre over history, I think it's definitely worth checking out, uh, even if you have no attachment to the MCU. So that's my recommendation. How about you, Amory? My recommendation is Queen Sugar. I had started watching it, and then, um, like, when it first started. And I guess I just never caught up. But I've been watching it again in quarantine, I guess. And, excuse me, I really love it. The acting is great. What's the premise of the show? Um, okay, so the story is there's three children, the Bordelon siblings. They sh- share a father. Two of them are full, I think, full siblings, and then Charlie's their half-sister. Their father, Ernest, dies and leaves them the farm, uh, a cane sugar farm, and they kind of have to figure out how to take it over and and do that. It's just been really good. Yeah. And they, you know, it's about, they're in New Orleans, they're in like the the suburbs of New Orleans, or uh, I don't know if they're in the suburbs, but they're in like the different wards. It's just really, really well acted. So is it more like a, so it's like a family drama, a family rather, than drama. Like a, rather than like an empire type of soapy, uh, soapy thing? Yeah. Yeah, the is, the fifth season just started like last week, didn't it? Uh, I think, I think it's the beginning of March. No, be- beginning of February, maybe? Are they that many into it? I thought it was just, uh... Well, at any rate, the latest season just started back up recently. Uh, and plays on... Yeah. On, um, and it's, like, on current, and it's about, like, it's about COVID this season. and So I'm not all the way caught up, but... Yeah, maybe they are further into it than that. Yeah, maybe maybe tonight's episode is more like the third or fourth episode. It started on the, February ni- February ninth. It started. Oh, so it's about so it's been about yeah you know, four or five episodes. Either you're gonna check or you're gonna check out uh, Delilah that premieres tonight after Queen Sugar. I don't even know what that is. It's a it's like a spinoff, or, or it's by the creators, right? Yeah, it's by, well, not by Queen Sugar, but of Greenleaf. Uh, well, they're wildly different things. Yeah. But I mean, it's on. I just know that it's on the the same network as of tonight. It's a small town lawyer that uh, takes on cases of, you know, the less fortunate or whatever to go up against uh, the rich and powerful attorneys. And uh, in this case, I guess the big case of the the first season, she goes up against like her best friend that she grew up with or whatever, who's at the big powerful law firm. I don't know. It's it sounded uh, kind of interesting on the uh, on the level. I just saw that it was premiering tonight. Yeah. No. I have no. Yeah, I haven't watched too much of the uh, of anything that uh, of the own original series. Queen Sugar has always looked good. Like wonderfully acted. It's so good. How about you, Kyle? Uh, so my recommendation is Condor, which is a thriller based on Three Days of the Condor. It's about a young CIA agent, CIA agent who wrote this algorithm that uncovers this plot to release a plague on a football stadium. Something we can't really relate to these days. No. But uh, uh, so while while he's able to prevent this from happening, there ends up being this much bigger threat that's looming, and there's possibly like an internal inside job type of thing going on so he finds himself on the run as someone's trying to clean up anyone who knows anything about this and uh, get rid of any loose ends 
Um, and so he doesn't know who he can trust or who to turn to when he's on the run. Um, I originally saw this way back in 2018 at the ATX television festival. We saw a preview of the first two episodes and it aired the first season aired on the direct TV audience network. But since I don't have direct TV, I couldn't watch it. Um, they had made a second season, but it never aired because the audience network shut down. But uh, Epix has picked up the show uh, this past weekend. They just started airing the first season. Um, and then as I was rewatching that premiere, I quickly realized why I wanted to see more of this show. So uh, now I'm watching on that and they'll be airing the second season as an Epix original once they air the first season. So they'll be airing them both. Um, so I definitely recommend checking that out now, revisiting it after three years. I mean, they're going to be airing it and stuff like that. Is there any, have you read anything about the possibility of whether, like, if it does well for them, like they could actually re-pick it up or like try and go back and do a third season? I'm not sure. I think the second season was done in 2020, so it hasn't been too long, but I mean, all productions are or like it's not easy to start back up the production these days. So I'm not sure if, if there are plans to try to try to do a third season, if it does well or, or what the plan is. Yeah. Cause it's one of those things that like, uh, I remember it from the ATX festival and then never watching it. Cause it didn't have audience network, but then like just totally not even, remembering anything about it until all of a sudden I saw it like pop up on epics, you know, like it was like Condor. That sounds familiar. (laughs) (laughs) Where's that from? Uh, It looks like, it looks like season two was ordered in July of 2018. (laughs) So I don't know when they actually did the production. So the, yeah, that would, who knows if there'll be, um, who knows if they'll, they'd even be able to pick it back up. I mean, it's kind of weird how things get. Why is that not just on HBO Max? Like, why is that a thing that gets sold off to another thing? Uh, if it was produced by Audience Network, DirecTV. Uh, was... No, it was MGM. It was MGM television. Oh, so it was actually so... produced by uh, something else for. It wasn't an Audience Network DirecTV production. Yeah, it was MGM and Skydance. All right. Well, then that so. that makes that makes more sense because I was like, if it's a, if it was produced as an audience sort of like original and they had it, like if it was internally done or whatever, like why wouldn't it be? But that's still how everything is so uh, is so screwed up right now with the uh, the way thing rights to things have been sold off and then who's actually behind it and where it actually aired and where it goes now. I mean. Well, it's like Yellowstone is yeah. on Peacock, <laughs> yet they have the Paramount I Plus. Would, and like I saw, I saw TV Guide was saying, "Hey, everyone, Paramount Plus launches tomorrow. Watch Yellowstone." They obviously didn't even look; they just assumed, "Hey, it's on, airs on Paramount Network. It must be on Paramount." Yeah, well, you know, and like you know, coming to America, you know, coming to America, you know, <laughs> sequel comes out. I mean, I guess Amazon had some because it. Amazon they, Studios shows yeah, up they as, bought a, it. Yeah. as a thing, but but I think they did. I'm not sure that they had any dealings within the actual production until after you know buying. The no, they, to, I, they they just bought the they just bought the yeah. rights. Yeah, and so that's another thing. Like it's like, hey, Paramount Plus starts on the fourth, and then coming to America that we did we but we sold off to Amazon Prime comes out the next day. <laughs> like it's a weird. They did such a weird thing in the way that they were maximizing the revenue from their properties before came around to the and fully decided to go full in on creating the this combined uh you know Paramount Plus, you know, you know, sort of upgrade to CBS yeah. All Access and adding in all the you know, now that it's a a, a Viacom CBS you know, all this stuff together again and, and whatnot. It's such a weird thing. Cause like one of their present day, you know, what, what not hit shows is on, is like on Peacock. And then another big thing comes out and it's on Amazon prime. And so you've got all these things that you did 
that are coming out, but they're pulling people to other streaming services than the one you just yep. created. But they got the SpongeBob movie. Yeah. So it's a, I, why do they keep making SpongeBob movies? Like, it's just insane. I don't know. So that the characters on Be Positive have something to. <laughs> to sing it was about also when they're, when they're high on Tylenol. It, it was also, I, my guess, it was more of a vehicle to launch their new Camp Coral TV series, which is about a young SpongeBob at camp. So that's what the movie also involves. So I think it was more of a, hey, we can launch this new show by inter- by making it part of this new SpongeBob movie. Yeah, I, and, well, I uh, think uh, right now anything to go off on a separate topic real quick is <laughs> is 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 all of these uh, things that are being created. They're just jumping back into their back catalog and pulling anything that has any uh, no notoriety at all to uh, to to do a new version of or attach something to or I mean. I mean, talk about Paramount Plus, they're doing the, you know, what is it, Y1897 or something like that, so that they can actually have something something connected to the Yellowstone, (laughs) you know, from the Yellowstone creator that's going back into the history of that family and that, uh, you know, that ranch or whatever, and and doing a a period piece, pulling out all these different uh, old shows that they're coming back or movies or anything. Every company is is like pulling any of their own IP, trying to pull it back to their own service to create or or spinning things off of it or what have you. It it's kind of crazy. I mean it. I mean, just over the last uh, what you know, fifteen twenty years, people have been talking about there's too many sequels or there's too many, you know, this that or the other, and now with all these streaming services, it's just ratcheted that up to like 11, you know, and Mm. you almost do have, if there's any show that you ever liked right now is your best chance of maybe getting more of it or some version of it or a new version of it or more than anything else. I mean, what, uh, who's excited for more party down? I am. I am. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that backfired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, no, that's what I, I'm not saying. I'm just saying, like, that's a a show that people really like that's that went away too early, and boom, here you go. You're getting more of it. That's an example of even something on a more, you know, lesser level. Like, uh, yeah, it got a lot of. Uh, Criminal Minds is coming back. It got a lot of press, <laughs> but it, it didn't actually ever have, like, a ton of viewers. So yeah, right now it's your best chance to, you know, throw it out into the uh, into the universe. There's a good chance that uh, that show is gonna. I was gonna, gonna say be back. I was gonna say Doogie Howser, and then I remembered they are actually making a Doogie Howser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. You know, so yeah, it's, uh, everything that's old is new again. Uh, all right, I think uh, that'll do it for. Uh, for the podcast today, uh, as always, uh, you can uh, let us know what you think about the uh, shows that we talked about. You know, Young Rock, Keenan, Clarice, WandaVision, and Debris. <laughs> and uh, you can uh, send that to feedback at tvtimes3.com or leave it in the comments on the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 428, uh, where you can also find links to where you can uh, find us online if you want to chat about TV or... Thank you, uh, Amory and Kyle, for joining me on episode 428. Thank you. Thank you.